Welcome to Buffy Speak. Yo. This is where we talk about Buffy. Yes. The show. It's true. I'm Caroline. I'm Beth. Uh, today, I went home to visit my parents, and I forgot to bring my microphone with me. So I am talking on my microphone, or my headphone microphone, if you're wondering why the audio quality is different today. We're in the stone That's age. The more you know. All right, so today, what do we watch? We watched episode five, um, Never Kill Don't a Boy kill... on the First Date. Yeah, that's what it was called. Cute. Eh. <laughs> I thought they could do better. I was disappointed. Yeah. I like Teacher's Pet. That was the best title. There's some good Wait. episode titles, but I don't think any episode title will be Nag Hammadi is where they found the Gnostic Gospels from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> What? An episode of I Gilmore Girls. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's called Nag Hammadi is where they found the Gnostic Gospels. Where is Nag Hammadi? I don't know. Probably in Israel. What are the Gnostic Gospels? That's for another time. We'll leave okay. that to Gilmore, guys. Um, okay. All right. So I uh, thought this episode was okay. Yeah, just okay. It, it was, was not slow. spectacular. Yeah. Um, one of the first lines, like, within the first five minutes of the show, Buffy says to, shit, is it? Giles. Giles. Oh my gosh. Um, so, (laughs) she says to Giles, she goes, at this point, you're abusing sarcasm, Mm -hmm. which would just really set the tone for the rest of the episode. (laughs) It was really... Uh, yeah, I mean, they were just trying to crack jokes, and they were like, "We're that's what I felt dark. like." I, I felt like, like guys, Buffy was joking way too much, and I was like, I don't "Yeah, know. she seemed out of character this episode." It was, it was like, from what I know, out of the five episodes that I've ever watched in my entire life, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she seemed weird. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what set the tone for me was when she dusted the first vampire, and everything dusted but his ring. Yep. Then his clothes. I, uh, any other jewelry he may or may not have been wearing. No, just his the shoes. Just the important plot forwarding ring. Yep. Well, maybe it was okay. So it was designed by vampires. Yes, it was a ring of the vampire. Yeah, it was uh, sect. Uh, Aurelian from this episode. Aurelian line. Yeah. So maybe whenever they forged the ring, they were like, "We're gonna make this wooden stake proof." I hope so. I hope yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, this episode required a lot of suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. Dude, the choreography for the fight scenes were lame. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. People were literally, like, standing there waiting to get hit. Like, <laughs> like you could tell they were ready. They had their arms, like, slightly held out from their sides. Mm-hmm. There was... It was a mess. Uh, there was some, like, a lot of gross fat jokes, too. Yeah. Like... Oh yeah, she was like, "Does this dress make me look fat?" And it's like, "Um, no, size two, it doesn't." <laughs> no, you stick person. Yeah. What else was there? That's the only one I remember. And um, I was like, there was another one when um they're in the cafeteria, and Cordelia 
comes to sit by Owen, who's like the world's most cardboard person, by the God, way. God, I can't stand Owen. I get, Wait, just finish this, and then we're getting but, into yeah. how much I don't like Owen. <laughs> so Buffy's going over to sit with him, and then Cordelia, like, rushes over and, like... Knocks her shit over. Yeah, yeah. like, body checks Buffy. Uh-huh. And... Buffy goes, Cordelia's hips may be wider than she oh, thinks. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. It's like, those are her bones. <sighs> okay, Buffy. Don't just, say that about Just because, bones. like, you're literally almost two-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. But also, that was another thing that seemed out of character. Like, Buffy's never been mean. No, she's not and mean. And she's never, like, she's always... I mean, up until this point, anyway, she's always been like, slang comes first. Like, I understand that this is my responsibility. And then this whole time, she's like, well, maybe Giles's calculations are off. Maybe I can just go do this. And, mm-hmm. so, and it's like, Buffy, get real. Yeah. Um, get real. Also from that scene <laughs> was when Xander was like, this, this did make me laugh. When Xander was like, how'd the slaying go last night? And she was like, Xander? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. How'd the laying go last night? And he's like, no, I didn't mean that either. <laughs> that that um, didn't make me laugh. But, like, so she gets, she's, like, annoyed at him for saying slaying. But she's like, so this vampire sect. Yep. And I was like, she just goes right into it. Uh, Not a care in the world. For anyone Honestly, though, I didn't like any of the boys in this episode. I wrote that down. I wrote down, okay, so one of my notes is, I hate Xander in this up. I hate Xander. And then, literally two notes later, I hate every boy in this up. Yes. God. Oh, Oh my God. They were all insufferable. so annoying. The only person that wasn't, well, Giles. Giles was okay, but... Yeah, he's just doing his job. Um... Angel, but I'm pretty sure he would have been insufferable Ugh. if he had stayed in the episode longer. Angel's mouth drives me insane. Why? The way he holds it, it is like he intentionally <laughs> like presses it in so it's like thin. <laughs> and then I know this is an auditory project, so people can can't see, see what I'm doing, doing right now. This. But it's like he his mouth is very thin and he likes to keep it as he likes to his mouth to move as little as possible mm-hmm. whenever he talks and he likes his lips to be always slightly turned down and I'm like what are you how are you speaking words That's how like serious this? people talk oh he's very serious <laughs> I literally this guy has the most intense eye contact I've ever seen yeah. he's like I'm glaring through your soul and he right has now. like one register of voice. Yes, he's like, very monotone. Yes. Buffy, I just wanted to warn you. That's also one of his only lines he's ever spoken. You're on is a date? I just want to warn you. You're <laughs> you here with a date? <laughs> That's as high as it gets. Mm-hmm. You know how people like whenever they say questions, it goes like, "Hey Beth, how was your day?" And yeah. it goes up at the end. Yeah. The highest is the highest that Angel's voice gets is date. You're here on a date. <laughs> That's it. That's the peak. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? The- this is the most 90s episode yet. How so? I was I, born in 96. I don't really remember much. Oh, I just, just, uh, well, when she's, like, talking to him about going on a date, she's like, this is the 90s. The 90s. Oh, yeah. The 1990s. Which is my favorite thing to add. say, like, at work or something. They're like, uh, cream in your cappuccino? And I'm like, this is the 90s. The 1990s, I might add. Uh-oh. I can put cream in my cappuccino if I want to. I don't, though. That's disgusting, and I will shame you if you do that. 
Um, no, I don't know shame anything you. about um, coffee. But uh, no, it'd be drink shaming. It wouldn't be kink shaming. Holy crap! Yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh. Let's end the episode right now. Yeah, while we're on a while we're on a high. So, um, what else? Oh, I didn't like that Owen called girls frivolous. I was, was I was like, about to say that. I like, want to get to know you. And he was like, all other girls have been frivolous. Except for Emily Dickinson, who talks about death. Apparently. Yeah, like, and okay. And he's like, I just understand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had never been more bored. <laughs> if I was talking to this person in real life, and I have met people like that before, like at parties or whatever, mm-hmm. I have literally turned on my heel and walked away from the <laughs> mid-sentence. Which I understand is a rude thing to do, but God, I life is short. <laughs> life is short, and I must live it to the fullest. And I cannot listen to that type of behavior. <laughs> so Owen was super annoying, and then Xander was super annoying because he was being like, "You want to wear red lipstick, and then everybody's going to talk about how and easy everyone's going to lose it's respect like, for you." Um, she's going to look hot as hell. Oh. If I was her friend, I would be like, girl, girl, put that on. You do you. It's so annoying. He's so frustrating. And he did, like, everything he could to sabotage that date. He was like, she doesn't like being touched mm-hmm. or talked to or anything. Which, by the way, that date did not look like that much fun. No, it didn't. Every time it cut to them, they were in dead silence. And then he was like, do you want a drink? <laughs> and she was like, Yes. And then Great. it was dead silence again. Oh. And he was like, do you want to talk about books some more? It was excruciating uh-huh. to watch. Yeah. It reminds me of my first date, which was terrible. Um, Wait, what happened? Tell the story. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm not going to name the person. But okay. um, we went to a cheap-ish restaurant. Um and which was fine with me because I really liked the restaurant anyway, and I knew what I wanted to get. Um, but <laughs> always like, good. You have a plan. But he, um, so uh, he was asking me because he didn't go to University of Alabama. He went to um, a small liberal arts college somewhere, and um, he was asking me if I was in a sorority, um, which like I don't know. So in the South, like the deep South, Greek life is really huge. And there's kind of a stereotype that follows it. I've Mm -hmm. been told in small liberal arts colleges, Greek life is actually a really good way to get to know people. Yeah, the Greek life at my school, I go to the University of North Texas, which is a pretty artsy college. And like, I was just at a sorority house last week and all of the girls were like super weird and like cool. Mm -hmm. So it's different, like at the University of Alabama. Yeah. Um... So he asked me if I was in a sorority, and I was like, no, I'm I'm not. It's super expensive at UA yeah. to be in a sorority. So expensive. Because yes. you have to, well, anyway. Um, and I was like, no, no, I don't want to pay that much money to make friends. Because it's basically mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yep. Um, and he goes, well, oh, shoot, what did he say? I wish I could remember the exact phrasing. But um, he was like, uh, do you have any friends? And I was like no like joking you know and he's like oh I wonder why like I wondered why you were so eager to meet up with me and I was like okay oh my god how old were you I was 19 19 
Jeez. Yeah, it was the summer after my freshman year. What a jerk. I know, and it was awful. And then, I mean, like, some of the conversation was fine. But then at the end, it was, like, in the middle of the day, too. It was weird. Um, At the end, you know, it's, like, 2 p.m. And Mm -hmm. I was like, so what do you want to do now? And he was like, I was going to go home. And I was like, great, me too. Great way to close up the night. Yeah, so. Or the day, I guess. The mid-afternoon. Anyway, and I saw him, like, a couple months later, or, like, a year later, and he was really uncomfortable around me, and he, like, was going out of his way to avoid me. I was like, great. It's like I didn't really care that much. Oh, you don't have so to weird. be panicked. Um, My it, first date was not that great either, but it's just because the guy was really nervous, and I also got... I mean, I don't want to say I got tricked into it, but somebody else was like, do you want to go here with this person? And I was like, well, I don't really see them like that. And they were like, oh, no, he just has an extra ticket and he needs to bring a girl because it's like a formal event thing for a club he's in. And I was like, okay. So then I went and it turned out to be a date and (laughs) he was very nervous. And also I was incredibly hungover. I had puked in the bath in the bathtub mere hours before I had to go. But we went to the Dallas Symphony Orchestra, which was awesome. Yeah. So the things we did were great. We just didn't click. No, we just Which went is not to, the end of the world. We just went to a um a low end Mediterranean restaurant. Dude, oh my god, I had a Euro okay, I know this podcast is about Buffy, but I had a Euro for the first time like two weeks ago. Did it change that your life? Stuff is great. I freaking that love is great. Tzatziki sauce. Oh my god, there's a pita pit within walking distance from my apartment, and I am now a regular there. Le- there was a... I'm so sorry. I have to tell this story, because it was okay. weird. <laughs> so there's okay. a pita pit on the strip um, downtown, which is di- weird, because the strip and downtown are two different places. But anyway, there was a pita pit on the strip. And one day, it literally just stopped. There was no warning. It's just the doors were locked, and no one was inside. And this went on for months. Place. This went on for months, and nobody knew. And then it just started up again. They had to take a break, and nobody knew why. It was weird. They had to. They had to refresh their pitas. And like I, they needed a new supply of pitas. It was so and pits. It was so weird because I'm pretty sure they were still paying rent. Because like it's not like they took the sign down or anything, but like, like you would walk past it, and the posters would still be up from like. November and it would be like March and you were like what happened here? That's good marketing. <laughs> anyway, so Buffy, um why does she have an overcoat if she's from California? Oh my goodness. And a ski cap. I mean, I guess she could go to Plot Colorado holes. or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, if she's I doubt she's taken a lot of vacations if she's been a slayer for like I don't know how and long. And raised by a single mom. Yeah. Like, her dad does nothing for them. Yeah. So, I'm Where's just... she going with that overcoat? Yeah. Also, like, it wasn't even packed away in the attic or something. It was, like, in her closet ready to In her ready closet, like, readily available. These are the questions we have. Truly. These are um, what Jack Sweden to... intended us to focus on. <laughs> uh, back to how weird Owen was and their date was. Mm-hmm. Uh on the date, Owen was like, well, first off, it cut to them, and it was complete silence, and then it was like, Owen was like, are you having a good time? (laughs) And then Buffy goes, I almost feel like a girl. And I'm like, 
Like, that's not a normal response. No. If she's trying to, like, not let him figure out that she's a slayer, I would not say, I would be like, yes, I am. Thank you for taking me to this place that we come to all the time anyways. I would not be like, I almost feel like a girl. Thank you for taking me to the one date spot. Yeah, And all of Sunnydale. (laughs) Um, Let's also talk about um, the guy that was, well, that Buffy thought was the anointed. Was the anointed? Yes. That guy was the scariest person by far. Right. Also the weirdest person. It is interesting. Like, I'm always really interested when um, Buffy, especially in in the earlier seasons, kind Mm -hmm. of goes off the beaten path. Um, How do you mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like, that guy was so dark. So very weird. And like, I mean, you and I have been on public transport together, so we're aware that some weird shit can happen. But like, that guy got on the bus and was just like... Uh, Like, like assaulting every... Like, he was like, up in their face talking about the the end of days. Yeah. And the guy was just like, hey, you gotta sit down. (laughs) And then kept driving. And it's like, I mean, I understand. It's not like he can pull over and kick the guy off and then keep driving or whatever. Mm -hmm. He'd probably get in trouble. But I was still like, that is so weird. And then when he gets reanimated, the first thing he says is pork and beans. (laughs) He goes, pork and beans, pork and beans. (laughs) What does it mean? The songs fill my head. That's what he says. He says that the master has filled his head with songs, but the only song is some sort of theme song for pork and beans. I'm not even completely sure what pork and beans are. Uh, uh, it's you know? cut up hot dogs. and Inside some baked beans? And baked beans. Dude, baked beans are dope. That's my. That's one of my dad's favorite meals. Yeah, is that a southern thing? Um, I guess it might be. I think it is. Especially like with the bacon in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you're from the north and you're listening to this, you need to get your hands on a baked beans recipe. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, on on some uh, whatever it's called, Dukes or, or Benz or. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely Dukes because they have that commercial with the dog, with the and dog. he's like, he's like, Duke stole my recipe, and then that crazy dog tries to sell the recipe for Dukes porks and beans on the internet, which I'm sure it would sell really fast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a crazy what else did world you think about? <laughs> Isn't it? What else did you? That's all my notes. What else do you have? Um, in no world would Buffy's dress be allowed at um a public school. Yes, the one with the leaves on it. Yes, yes, at, that no was world. so short. Although Sarah Michelle Geller has some nice thighs, <laughs> I was like, that girl works out. But yes. No, oh yeah. That was that girl. Like she's We were not even allowed to wear Nike shorts at my school. No, me neither. I got in trouble once. I got in trouble by Miss Stallworth, who was our dress code enforcer. Literally Ugh, that's Ms. all she was Stallworth. there for. She's even got a name. She that sounds like was a dress code. Just horrible. Enforcer. I bet. And one time I was wearing a mesh skirt, which had like it was a black mesh skirt with teal fabric underneath, so it was kinda mm-hmm. cute. Um, but, uh, so she, like, came up to me. I was walking to lunch, and she came up to me, and she was like, 
you like oh oh okay so she pulled out a laminated code of conduct of course she had dress a laminated code. and highlighted parts of it were highlighted and she pointed to mm-hmm. a part and she was like read this to me and i was like no mesh or see-through clothing and she was like what is that and pointed at my skirt and i was like it's Miss a skirt Stallworth. it's a skirt Just because something has mesh on it doesn't mean it's a mesh piece like oh i was like dress code enforcers never know anything about fashion that's and and i was like that's when i realized i was like you're not even doing this nope to try and like enforce any kind of rule you're just doing this to like assert your power yeah it's completely a power trip we have a lot to say about the public school system yep the best grade i ever gotten on an essay was a critique of the public school system really yeah, and the teacher wrote preach on the top of it. She was like, she was like, preach, nine, because nine was the highest score in AP. But anyway, um, do you have any other notes? I, I have some. I didn't have, this episode really was filler. I was yes. not, oh, the little kid. Well, Let's talk about the little kid being the annoyed oh, one. Oh, yeah. I liked that. That is one thing I liked. Same. I was like, whoa. Is that that's a little boy from the bus? Yes. Um. Yes. So it was, okay. it was he was with his mom, and um. He was with his mom, and he was like the guy. That he was like well, I that's went on the an guy airplane too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, I remember him. You know, but also, you're supposed to think it's the other guy. This raises the question: If Pork and Beans guy rose from the dead. And the kid who's the anointed rose from the dead. What does that mean ones, that the right? other... The, what's that? I said, yeah, I was, I was agreeing with you. I was like, what about the other ones? Yeah, there's that because five died. One was pork and beans. One was the kid. And then did the three other people Right, come yeah, back? you never find out. <laughs> Welp. So I just, guess I'll just have to lose some sleep over that Yeah, one. just drop, just drop just that kidding. from your thought. I'm just kidding. This episode didn't bother me that much. <laughs> yeah. This was lame. I was watching this and I was just like, lame. The next episode is kind of weird. It's good. It's, I don't know. Kind of weird is my forte. It's like, I don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch it. it it's, it's weird. I don't know if I like it or not. <sighs> it's well, no I the wish. Sure. That's for it's- sure. Wait, which one was? The, oh no, we loved the witch. That one's the best. That one's been the one best one witch. so far. No, I liked the one with the bug. Yeah, that one's yeah, a that good. Both of those one. were better than this one. Yeah, although okay, I mentioned Xander's rings from the bug episode. Uh-huh. Where were his rings this episode? Maybe Nowhere he was trying to be, to be less intimidating as a, yeah. as a gangster. I feel like he's trying all these different looks, trying to catch Buffy's eye. Yeah. And it's like, dude, just be yourself. Although, actually, maybe not, because Xander yeah, is kind of Yeah, and even then, don't be yourself. Yeah. Just, like, be nice to her. And he don't expect like, anything. Yeah, for real. He needs to, like, go to some... They live in California, right? Right. I'm sure they're within at least 100 miles of, like, some sort of yoga center where he <laughs> can go and get some teachings about how people interact and being okay with yourself and not expecting things from other people. And then he can go sweat out all of his sexual frustration in a yurt somewhere. And then he can come back to Buffy and be an actual friend instead of just preying on her. Mm-hmm. 
not a fan of Xander. We'll let you know if that changes. This next episode does not do him any favors. All right. Tune in next time for more Xander hate. Yes. This has been Caroline (laughs) and Beth. Signing off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, we should end the episode. But I just wanted to dedicate this episode to my dog. Oh. She died today. Well, she didn't. She was put down. Yeah. She was put down. She was in a lot of pain. Oh. So, she's gone. You were such a good dog owner. Yeah. She's gone. But... I will remember her forever. Oh. And I just want And with that poignant note. Yes. Goodbye, friends. <clears throat> goodbye.